everybody. I, my, I apologize, first of all, for being late. That's my fault because I, I just this is a new schedule and we're trying to make time for the safe stream version, the safe space show that's right before this one for the people. So that in honor of the terms of service and the community guidelines of YouTube so that they're very happy with us and we don't mention anything that could possibly offend or upset anyone which eliminates like 95% of what I would normally say, but the the challenge is to come up with something that's still worth talking about after that filtering process is done. So I'm not really used to it yet and are, you know, got a little bit behind schedule, so I apologize. Um, this show is only for the really mature people that are not easily offended or upset about the stuff I would say. And I'm still trying to make it as nice as possible for... Uh, the sake of some of the platforms that like to make people disappear because I don't want to lose touch with you guys on any of these platforms if we can afford it or avoid it um, for as long as possible. So we're getting late start and I'll go over as much as I can of what I had to cover here. Um, most of the discussions I had with people during the week, the, the main attention seems to be on trying to make some sense about uh, some sense out of what we see going on around us and what's happening on the planet with the billions of people who live here and the other life forms that we call nature, all of which are under attack. This is the biggest uh, coordinated attack against all life on the planet in the history of the world that as far as I know of, there, bef I only know recent history back like you know 15,000 years or so, and I just mean little bits of it. Before that, I'm not too familiar with much of the detail. Um, but this is also a consciousness test for humanity, as everything is, actually, if you get right down to it, and an opportunity, which also everything is. So that's really, in a way, what it's all about. But the situation is really very complex, and governments are merging with corporations in different parts of the world, most of the world, actually, um, that's what's called fascism, by the way, when they become kind of multi-layered partnership dictatorships of uh, government and corporations. That's what Mussolini famously referred to as corporatism in the 40s. And um, so if you want to be against fascism, people who are out on the street thinking that they're against fascism by beating up women and kids and uh, people in wheelchairs and stuff like that, that's not really fighting fascism, okay? If you want to be against it, you've got to start learning about what it actually is. You know, you can't be against something if you don't really know what you're against, unless you're just doing it as a paid protester, which is, I guess, you don't have to know what you're against then. But that's what fascism really is about. And the reason that happens is that the people, at the, there are a lot of great people involved in lower levels of government, or at least there used to be. And there still are working for governments and corporations, and especially the smart corporations that want to appear nice and friendly to the population. They hire great people like, you know, the, the wonderful people that work at your community bank and uh, branches of, of different uh, corporations and the customer service people at the giant corporations online that we all buy things from now. They're, they're really neat people. Most of them are very nice. I've had long conversations on various subjects with them, and they're, they're nice. That's the, the face of the corporation or the government agency. But if you go behind that, certainly to the top, it's so dark that that's why we had to split off another show called the Safe, Safe Stream or Space, Safe Space version of Lost Arts Radio Live because the reality of what's going on, even though it has a a brilliant good side and opportunity, it, it, what's going on on the physical level is, is scary for most people because they haven't realized what it means that fear is optional. It's not a belief. It's not some kind of cute slogan or something. It's really true. It's totally optional. It's totally useless to deal with any of this stuff in a good way really requires getting rid of fear and that's that's another big subject, but um, anyway, I just wanted to tell everybody so that you're clear what fascism is. It's the, it's the partnership between and the merging between 
government and private, so-called private corporations plus banks and other things like that for the purpose of carrying out a larger agenda which has been in play for thousands of years and which the people who want to enslave and kill life, uh, they're all excited that they think it's near the um, conclusion and they may succeed at a program that they've been working on continuously for at least many thousands of years. But on the other hand, they're accelerating it too because they're worried that there's signs that humans might actually become self-aware. It's like, remember in Terminator, they talked about the problem being that the computers became self-aware and they said, oh, we got to get rid of humans. And that was all what the attack was from in Terminator. Neat movie. Arnold did a much better job as a movie actor than as a governor and other things. But um, in this case, in the real movie that we're in, called real life, you know, in the real world and that sort of thing, humans are the ones that currently are not very self-aware at all. And the machines are already taking over, programmed by very dark um, human beings above them. So what they're worried about, what the bad guys are worried about, is that humans could become self-aware. And if if that happens, I don't mean that you're Mr. Jones and you're this tall and you weigh this much and this is what your body looks like. This is your so-called race. You know, I say so-called because we're all human race people. That race stuff is really stupid. And um, we might drop all that and say, wow, you know, we're spirit, we're consciousness, we're the being that's living inside this costume. Fighting over the costume is really dumb. And nobody who has any consciousness would do that ever. I mean, that would be a waste of this incredible opportunity to be living in the world right now. So, um, when you look at what's going on in the world, the corruption has reached down to the local level, from the international to the local level, and there are bosses above the international level too. And at every level, the common thread or one common thread is that they're just following orders. And if that sounds familiar to any of you that know something about history, that's what the excuse was of the Nazis who were being tried at the Nuremberg trials. And it was an excuse that was deemed irrelevant. You know, it's not an excuse at all. In other words, if you you kind of you really should have known that torturing and killing people is not really a, an acceptable thing to do, even if somebody orders you to do it. Now, unfortunately, humans in their usual psychological state are ready and able, ready and willing to jump up and follow orders to kill people. And there was something called the Milgram experiment to, just to check that out. And if I'm remembering the right experiment, they took people off the street. This was run by people at Stanford. And they had to set up this little booth kind of situation where there was, um, was a little bit, if you, did you see the first Ghostbusters movie with Bill Murray, and I thought that was a really good movie, but Bill was doing a scientific experiment in his identity as Dr. Venkman. <clears throat> and um, he was sitting down at a table across from a student volunteer who was being paid like this incredible sum of, I think it was $5 to, to be in this experiment. And it was a little toggle switch and it was connected to the electric current. And the student would try to guess what was on a, a card that Dr. Venkman would hold up and they'd see the, the back of the card and the whatever they were trying to imagine was on the front of the card. And when they got it wrong... Uh, they get an electric shock. So the study that apparently Dr. Venkman got approved by the uh, Institutional Review Board, which would be normally very hard to do if you're giving electric electric shocks to the subjects, um, he was asking questions. And every time the subject got it wrong, he'd say, even when when they got it right, Bill wouldn't show him the, the card. And he'd just say, oh, I'm so sorry you guessed that one wrong. And he'd give him the shot, you know. And the shock, sorry, not the shot. And um, it was a setup kind of like that for the real-life Milgram experiment 
that was not a movie. They really did this. And they invited people in, and they would have access to the switch that turned on the current. And on the other side of a uh, opaque screen was a person that they were told was being uh, studied and, and asked questions. And when they gave the wrong answer, the person off the street was asked to please uh, put the switch forward and shock them to study their reactions. And the person running it had a white coat on. So, of course, the person invited to take part thought, well, they must be an authority because we're trained to worship people in white coats. And I mean, like if they have a stethoscope, forget it, then they're just beyond God at that point. But at least if they have a white coat, you have to do whatever they say, and everybody knows that. So they found out that people off the street, something like 80% of them would be willing to uh, keep giving shocks to the other person who happened to be an actor, but the, the, the person off the street didn't know that. And they'd be screaming uh, when they got the electric shocks and finally screaming and apparently dying. And the person off the street, well, I mean, somebody in a white coat is telling me to do it. I have to do it. I mean, everybody knows that. That's called just following orders. And um, it's happening at all levels from the top, people in in the global power structure down to the local city hall level and school board level and all these you know local levels that have now been mostly compromised and people are caught in this hypnotic belief that they're powerless they have to do what authorities say it's being confirmed by what's going on in the world right now i'm sure you've noticed and our normal state which is in most people completely forgotten, which is a big problem in the world, as, as I'm sure you can see, our normal state is not like that at all. There, there's this unlimited healing power, the same one that you know created everything in the universe and beyond. It's flowing through us and it tends to always be pulling toward healing and normalization and balance and harmony and resolution of conflict by peaceful means and all kinds of stuff like that it's not a power of fear or hatred or just following orders that's more like slavery and what happened to the people put on trial at nuremberg who were just following orders for doing medical experiments on prisoners without informed consent um the experiments weren't experiments to find out anything it was just I guess they were officially calling them experiments, but they weren't experiments. They were just uh, under the facade of experiments, but it, essentially they were forms of satanic torture that they did horrible things to people, which I'm not even going to elaborate on here, partly because our time is really short. So um, what happened in the Nuremberg uh, trials is that some of the people who were accused of doing those crimes were executed uh, to satisfy the public that the good guys had won and, and people t didn't understand what was going on. They thought, all right, America and the Soviet Union and the other allies uh, beat the bad guys. So the good guys won and we killed the bad guys and everything's great and we can go back to truth and justice in the American way like Superman used to say in the old black and white TV series. Um, but most of the criminals who were involved in those so-called experiments were not punished in any way. They certainly weren't executed. Um, the Nuremberg Code and the Geneva Convention were agreed to by countries all over the world, the U.S. and most others, to confirm the message of truth and justice and all that. And then the rest of the high-level criminals were hired and went to work for other countries, mostly, mostly the U.S., and these were like the worst sociopathic criminals that you can imagine. And they were hired by what you could call the deep state in governments all over the world, especially the U.S. And the purpose was to carry on the crimes they were already working on and being given special permissions and rewards and privileges. And that's going on today. So it's not the situation's not quite resolved yet, to put it mildly following the new orders and people going along with it again, 
So, again, it's a repeat. It's just like um, 1930s Germany. And back then, the normal people in Germany couldn't imagine or believe that their government was doing these unbelievable crimes. And they've been criticized from, in fact, I used to wonder how they could have gone along with it. They've been criticized for people for staying unconscious and going along with the crimes of their government. And they say, how could those dumb people in Germany in the 30s have been doing that? I would have stood up against it, right? Okay, well, the people who said that and looked down on the German citizens back 100 years ago, they're doing the same thing now. You know, they're showing, it's easy to say, well, I would have done better, but you don't know until you're in that situation. You know, if you had been back in in Germany 100 years ago and this had been developing in the government, what do you think you would have done? And check that against what you're doing now because it's happening again. No, it's not exactly the same. It's much worse. It is really much worse, both in scope, well, in scope and magnitude and all that. Um, back then... You know, in the old situation 100 years ago, people didn't realize that banks and corporations from the U.S. and the U.K. and other countries were supporting the crimes and really making it all possible, not just um, IBM, but which mar- supplied the marks and the system for categorizing people and counting them in the death camps. That was IBM, right? Yeah, it was. And the predecessor of Bear. Everybody thinks of as bear aspirin, IG Farben. They were making the gas to kill the people in the death camps. And they had a lot of nice people working for all these corporations and banks who mostly didn't know. And the ones who did know were thinking, well, you know, we can't do anything. We have to just follow orders um, because, I mean, we just have to. Everybody knows that. And plus, if we didn't, we could get fired. We could lose our money. And that, I mean, don't look down on that. That's a powerful incentive because if you have to go home and tell your spouse and children that, guess what? I did the right thing. We don't get to eat anymore. That's really not that easy of a thing to do. And I'm not saying that anybody should do it, but it's just a measure of the seriousness of the situation that is repeating now, not just in one country like it did in Germany, but worldwide and it's happening in countless countries around the world Israel's really bad right now with it Uh, Canada and Australia New Zealand and it's getting a lot worse in the US Um, it's a situation that needs to be turned around so that we don't have to see the rest of it a hundred years ago what the Germans did was inspired by American and British eugenic societies and people like Margaret Sanger, who got an award from Hitler and was one of the one of his heroes. Um, you know, you know who Mar- Margaret Sanger is. She started uh, Planned Parenthood for very nefarious purposes, mostly against people with dark skin to get rid of them. And she's uh, she was a, a German hero, hero in Germany. She wasn't from Germany. That's what's happening now, you know, and and everybody was just following orders. Um, Think about it. If you're sitting at your job right now and it's your job to censor us and to shut down this operation and so nobody can hear what we're talking about, then nobody can learn and have a chance to reverse the situation that's happening in real life in the world right now. Yeah, you're just following orders and you have a job to do that. But think about the effects of what you're doing. Do you have a responsibility to any sense of ethics or morality or what, you know, happens to other people? Because who are those other people? They're really not disconnected to us. We're, we're all in the same family, and we'll get into that if we have time in a, a little bit later. Um, so the same repeat that's happened often in history, but notably in World War II, is happening again now. Not the way Greta and AOC said it. That's part of the climate change hoax, which is total nonsense. And we'll get into that too if we have time. The real crisis is the planned enslavement and and extermination of humanity and all life. 
uh, this is crime on a much bigger scale than it's been seen anywhere, partly due to the availability of more advanced technologies that the bad guys have their hands on. In fact, at the highest levels of the power structure, they have technology that is probably agreed to be like 50 years or more ahead of anything that we've been shown. And again, just like it was 100 years ago, uh, the medical experiments are not experiments. They've been going on in America for more than 100 years, carried on by the medical drug industry and its allies. And they've been spreading uh, an ongoing medical experiment all over the world. And did you guys think that just because something gets approved, that it's not an experimental or dangerous uh, substance or procedure? If, if you're thinking that, that it's a pro- an approval issue, no, it's not. People are objecting to the current injection, you know, in response to COVID because it's experimental. That's such a superficial argument. Yeah, it's true that it puts some legal roadblocks in the uh, ability of government to force that legally on people. But it wouldn't be any safer it was if it was approved. And that's a, a long, long subject. But, you know, people have looked into that and similar treatments where you have this hollow needle and you inject poison into people telling them that it's going to prevent disease. It never has. I mean, I've read all the background on it 200 years back, a little bit over to 1796. And I could, maybe I missed it, but I couldn't find any indication or any evidence of that kind of treatment preventing disease ever. But it's been maiming and killing people since Jenner first got the idea back before 1800. Um, but, But we don't have to just talk about injections, talking about the idea, you know, this shows us how brainwashed we become. The idea of swallowing poisonous chemicals knowingly on purpose that look like this really pretty colored capsule or pill and being told it's going to make you healthy or get rid of a disease, that's not a sign of really high intelligence, you guys. And we're, we're falling for it in such great numbers that it's making hundreds of billions of dollars or more for the companies that make the poison just using the word medicine, and as soon as we see medicine, wow, you know, and we're, and we're, it's thanks to our education as well, because when we don't feel good physically, we're taught, well, you have to get, you have to start feeling good again. Forget finding out why you don't feel good. I mean, that's practically a conspiracy theory in itself, right? You should just get rid of the pain any way you can. And, and when you really want to look at the definition of a drug, which we call medicine and therapy and all these ridiculous terms that don't fit right now, it's anything that you do, not just swallowing a pill, but anything else um, that's going to get rid of discomfort. It's going to make you unaware of what's making you uncomfortable. And that's the whole approach of modern medicine. And if the side effect is that you get paralyzed or your brain stops working or your joints don't function anymore or you die, well, that's just a minute statistic that never happens to anybody who matters. You know, so just don't think about it. Don't look up the ingredients of the so-called medicine, which, you know, if you have access to a computer or the internet through your phone, you can find out what's actually in any so-called medicine like that. I mean, might take you a few minutes if you're not used to it. But I'm sure the creators of that internet system, which was designed for surveillance and control, are sorry that you've got that ability, but they're confident that you won't take the time to do that, that it's, it's, you're, you're brainwashed by convenience, addicted to convenience, and you just say, give me the pill, it's supposed to take care of this particular thing so I won't feel it anymore. You know, it doesn't cure it, it doesn't get rid of the cause but it gets rid of the awareness of the pain. And so if it says on that white little compressed tablet of poison that is called medicine that it's going to make me unable to feel that pain anymore, well, that's great. I mean, we've gotten so dumbed down and superficial that we actually believe that kind of stuff. And it means three to four trillion a year 
even just in America, for the dealers selling those kind of drugs in the whole industry. It's a commentary on us more than it is on them. Um, and it's happening with other things, too. I mean, this medical experiment is going on in, in the form of unbelievably ridiculous things like growing food with chemicals. Some of the people I've talked to that um, consider, consider themselves really conservative, right? And they're just, you know, conservative and liberal both have good meanings, really. Conserving, conservative means you conserve true values and, you know, the core of, of uh, healthy life and all that stuff. That's what conservative is supposed to be. Liberal is based on the same root as liberty came from, and it means you believe in freedom, but hopefully with the understanding that we all respect each other and that you get your freedom to live and speak and act. Listen up, censors. This is really important, and it relates to your job, okay? I hope you're coherent enough to hear me on this, that um, if you're liberal, it comes from the root of uh, the same root as liberty, and it means that you believe in absolute free speech. You don't believe in calling certain speech illegal, even though it's very offensive to people, because the founders of America knew as soon as you allowed cutting out certain speech and making it illegal because it would offend people or be even incorrect, which is a matter of opinion, of course, then you sacrifice your ability for free communication and you set yourself up for tyranny and destruction. And if you're working for one of the companies that does censorship and you're doing that, you're facilitating that happening uh, to your fellow humans. And you really need to think about that. Because when your life is over and you look back on it, all of us have made horrible mistakes. It takes probably takes the first hundred years of human life just to get the basics and you know get your bearings and see how things work in this physical environment. So we've made a lot of mistakes, and I, I probably made as, mo as many as anybody. So once you realize the mistakes you've made, you can't look down on it or condemn anybody else, but you want to stop and try to do good things from now on. And, and even if you work for one of the evil platforms that is cutting off everybody's speech, it, you need when you're aware of that, you need to stop and think about it and see what good could I actually do from within my current position? Because it's all, there's always something really good you can do. But back to, you know, and, and I'm going too slow. we got a lot to cover. Um, this medical experiment, the point was it's been going on for a, lot of, a long time in a lot of different forms. Agricultural chemicals, which the farmers have been brainwashed to use and think that it's necessary. The scientists developing new fertilizers and pesticides have become convinced that it's necessary to save the world. And even more so in the case of GMOs, which are a real curse to the whole biosphere. Anybody that looks into them finds that out easily. Stephen, Stephen Drucker and um, other people have written a lot about that. And uh, Institute for Responsible Technology and uh, others have all kinds of information that makes it super clear GMOs have no redeeming value at all. And real organic farming does much better uh, withstanding drought and all that. Anyway, I just brought it up in the sense that um, it's part of the medical experiment, like the Nuremberg trials covered, for growing food with chemicals, though poisoning the water with fluoride in the cities on purpose. If you work in a city and you're aware of this, you need to find out about what it really is. Fluoride Action Network with... Uh, Dr. Conant has all kinds of available material. These are not unknown subjects. They're ignored subjects. And if you know about it, you're responsible. If you don't know about it, you're responsible to become knowledgeable about it. All the body care products that are made out of toxic chemicals, sunscreen chemicals that you put on your skin that get, get absorbed into your bloodstream, some of those actually contain chemicals that become carcinogenic or cancer-causing only when they're exposed to sunlight. Gee, that's an amazing coincidence, right? I mean, this is totally coordinated. 
we need to become aware of the medical experiment that we've been subject to. None of this stuff, none of this chemicals junk has ever been necessary or else there are healthy alternatives that don't cause any harm. And, you know, a lot of, again, many conservative people that have talked to me have said Rachel Carson was this crazy, radical, extreme environmentalist. She wrote uh, that book, Silent Spring, in 1962, that was not only correct, I think it was radically understated, the uh, critical situation with pesticide contamination all the way up to the poles. That is all true. But it's worse than that. So it's, anyway, um, the environmental people that are calling themselves that now are right that, um, oh, well, actually, before I tell you that, and, and again, we're only going to cover some of this because of time constraint today, but the people who call themselves conservative and say, well, this climate change stuff is a hoax and all nonsense and a malicious scam. They're right. It is. It's total nonsense. And some very good, sincere organizations and people have fallen for it. They're not trying to be evil. They're actually using their devoted environmental followers who care about the life support system of the planet, which everybody should it really affects important elements like whether you can live here, whether you're going to get all kinds of horrible diseases and things. It's very important. But um, this is why aligning with 100% right or left is a a real big mistake a lot of times because as soon as you may not even realize it, but you can only afford to look seriously at positions that your side is supposed to hold when – in fact, we should be interested in what's true for the sake of everybody, not whether it is Republican or Democrat or liberal or conservative or whatever. That's just a stupid distraction. Um, <clears throat> the whole hoax, though, of um, climate change and global warming is actually made to look real by something that is going on, and that's called geoengineering. And most of the people who say, oh, yeah, we're all liberal and progressive, they won't look at geoengineering. Because if if they find out that geoengineering is messing up the normal weather and climate of the planet intentionally, and then it's a global program with a huge fleet of airplanes, no, Alex, it's not just coming out of the fuel. It's separate nozzles that have been photographed turning on and off. It's it's like beyond clear. You can see it. Great pictures on uh, geoengineeringwatch.org and globalskywatch.com, both of them. And that program is not just messing up the weather. That's only one of many objectives that it's got. It's poisoning the air, the water, the soil, and all life forms at the same time. And whoever's cooking up the multiple recipes of what they spray out in the geoengineering planes, it's they're not just coming up with poisonous mixes full of microorganisms and stuff um, by chance. So the, but the real environmental crisis, which is real, even if you're conservative, if you're honest, you see it is real. Uh, it's part of a larger program of chemical experiments being carried out on the world population right now. And um, if the good guys really had won World War II, none of this would be going on. This, this was just a hoax that we fell for because we couldn't believe that the the wonderful people who actually fought against tyranny in World War II, they were willing to give their lives. They were brave. They had good values that I know I've known many of them and great people, just like mili- most of the military now. But um, if, if the good guys had totally won, it, this wouldn't be going on right now. They would have exposed the whole power structure funding and supporting the Nazis and their allies which our power structure did. They would have exposed where the Nuremberg criminals went to work after the show trials and token emotions and the Hitler's insane program to take over the world, which he explained in great detail in his book, which I've read carefully. And he was completely insane, but he wouldn't have done nearly as much damage had he not been supported by the West. And, um, 
the deep state worldwide. It just got coordinated globally instead of being beaten. And just like the people in 1930s Germany, as a group, we're all going along with it and feeling like it's safer to become, to remain unconscious, I should say. Unable to believe the scope of the crime of those that we've been trained to trust, governments and corporations, and especially the medical industry, we've been trained to trust them with our lives, all our lives. But they've been criminal organizations the whole time, hiring nice, normal people as public face and images of their companies and their banks and their medical authorities and all that. Um, and it's true that, you know, the criminals that were caught and put on trial in World War II were just following orders. And it's true that the general population was just going along with it. They were following orders, too, in their own way, orders to trust the rulers, uh, it wasn't actually anybody's fault, it was the programming. They were targeted by sophisticated psychological conditioning, and today, you know, the programming is so intense even now, a lot of people don't think the Holocaust happened. And that they're completely wrong. It absolutely happened, and I know I've met people whose families were killed in those death camps, and it, it, that was not imaginary at all. Um It did happen, and I've met those people. It was very real. Just as what's happening now is real, and most of the population is too scared to see it. It's not their fault. Uh, most of the general population is actually signing up for the current medical experiments, just like in the Nazi camps. And it's being said it's for your own good, for your health, and to protect you against the disease. And a lot of people say, well, this is bad because this thing that they're telling everybody they should take to prevent this terrible virus, they're saying that's bad because it's untested. That's a complete misunderstanding. It's not untested. Um, it's been tested and they don't want to really discuss it um, because in the test, the animals died. And that's really bad for marketing purposes and PR. But that's, the, that's what happened. And you can find that out yourself and verify it. We've posted a lot of that information on lostartsradio.com already. Um, but people are so brainwashed now, just like they were, you know, don't criticize the people in Germany for going along with it when we're doing the same thing. It's not our fault or their fault. It's the conditioning. And we're being trained that we should stay in our houses and hide from a virus that, um, you know, is not what they say. We've been taught to do it with not just the, the uh, treatments for the current virus, but with all kinds of other things too. Weaponized frequencies that are being used by the wireless devices, those aren't good for you. You know, this can be overwhelming to people. And so they, they want to stay unconscious because it's, it's so unpleasant to find out about the scope of the tyranny, um, why all these products that we use have been made toxic, why agriculture has been made toxic. It is, is it a coincidence? Um, I'm not talking about it to be um, pessimistic at all. It's to remind everybody that we could reverse all of this stuff anytime we want. We have a lot more power than we need for that. And I'm not talking about force. I'm talking about realizing it's only a hypnotic spell and it only can keep us controlled as long as we're under that spell and hypnotized. Um, I'm talking about realizing that and deciding to wake up, not not wake up, you know, even wake up is misunderstood now. People think waking up is being to list all the bad things happening in the world, um, and I'm not talking about that at all, although being aware of that is important. I'm saying becoming self-aware is the whole key to everything, to turning it around. It's like a captive, you know how they control elements in elements, elephants. The animal, big animal, big gray animal, you've heard of them, elephants in uh, India and Africa and other places like that. Elephants are really big and strong, and they're not too easy to control because they can break chains, they can break fences, they can break walls, They and they're very smart animals. They really don't deserve to be slaves all their lives. Humans are, you know, maybe not that smart, but we don't deserve slavery either, in my opinion. And the way they control the elephant is they get it as a baby and they put a chain around one of its legs 
and tie it to this stake in, that's really solid in the ground. And the baby elephant tries to pull away because it's scared and it wants to be back in its normal environment, not on a chain somewhere. And it gives up after a while. It said, you know, the stake is really strong and it won't move. And the baby elephant doesn't weigh as much as a big one. And it, it gives up. And then after that, because of the mental conditioning, it wasn't the the physical lesson. It was the conditioning lesson. And the, the big elephant says, well, there's a, a little rope or a string around my leg. I can't move. That's what humanity's like right now. Um. Most of the people caught working in the power structure right now are given all kinds of different understandings based on their position and their functions in the agenda, and it's all different. Only the ones at the top really understand that it's a suicide mission for the rulers, for the top-level rulers. It's not about money and power. They, they just use that to motivate the corporate levels and the executives who get all excited about being rich, you know, and about being able to control other people and stuff. If they were told the real nature of the agenda, and if any of you are listening from that category, you really should check it out. You know, it's not a good thing to be serving that agenda because it's a suicide mission. And everybody, including the people working in your position, are targeted for elimination. And you could do a lot of good once you realize that, even in your position. So, um, as I said before, the current preventive treatment that we're being told to take to prevent this terrible disease that has never been verified to do, we need to get into that for sure, uh, never been verified to be what we're told at all, uh, it's not untested. The test animals died. That's why they don't really want to talk about it that much right now and say, oh yeah, we have to admit it's untested. No, there's a reason they're admitting it's untested. It's because it's not untested. It's it's thoroughly tested. That's why they're using it. And um, they don't want to just do the physical damage with the injected so-called preventive that doesn't actually prevent anything. And in fact, the people who are selling it and, and promoting it say, well, it doesn't really prevent the virus from making you sick. And it doesn't prevent you from making other people sick. So after you get it, you still have to wear your self-suffocation muzzle, which is a sign of submission. And it's like a religious sign of submission that you'll follow any kind of orders, no matter how ridiculous they are. And people say, well, it's to protect everybody. No, it's not. I mean, it, it's been verified, and we put documents up on lostartsradio.com that the mask, the self-suffocation muzzle, um, does not stop any viral transmission at all. And the authorities agree with that. And, and it, they're getting used to non-logical circular thinking so that they say, well, you must get injected with this, I don't even know what to call it. It, it changes, it's got all the toxic elements that you have come to expect by the most advanced uh, injections that in the medical system. So don't worry, it has all the aluminum and formaldehyde and all this stuff that is not good to inject into bodies while they're alive. It's, it's not a health food. Um, but it's also got mechanisms in it to change DNA permanently and make you into a genetically modified organism. That's not a really good thing to do, and people are lining up to do it right now, which is not a sign of extreme consciousness. And the circular thinking that's being promoted, you could you could hear it in Fauci being questioned by um, Jim Jordan, I think it was, in, in a hearing for the Congress. And Jordan was saying, when do we get our freedom back? When do we get to take off? He didn't know that they were actually self-suffocation muscles. He called it, I think he used the word mask, and, and when do we need to stop being isolated from each other and all that. And Lord Fauci was saying, um, this is not a freedom issue. I don't see it as a freedom issue. Um, it's saving lives. We're saving lives. But what he forgot to mention was all of the case numbers which show that it's out of control and about to destroy the world and, 
anybody who's still alive will probably be dead soon. And all the numbers that show that, which Fauci's fighting valiantly with Bill Gates and others to try to prevent, all those numbers are generated by a procedure called PCR, which is not a test. You guys who are monitoring this show, you need to learn this. Even if you feel like you have to kick us off the air, write a note or something for yourself to study the PCR procedure and look up videos that are by Carrie Mullis, or the inventor of this PCR thing, that said, an important safety tip, to, to paraphrase Egon and Ghostbusters, this PCR procedure is not a test for any disease. It's incapable of diagnosing anybody with anything. And speaking of anybody and anything, it can find anything in anybody. And you can never use it for a test for disease. Well, that's where all the case numbers came from. So, n- true number of uh, COVID-19 cases that have been really confirmed by a test that works, zero. Absolutely zero. There are some symptomatically diagnosed cases where the, the, um, the syndrome that seems to come along with this COVID-19 thing where people can't get oxygen and the air goes into their lungs, but it, the interface between the lung and the capillaries there that are supposed to pick up oxygen is compromised. Whatever that did come from, whether it's this virus or something else, it's easily dealt with very quickly. And the, and the protocols that do that successfully are um, censored. Anybody doing that, it's not good karma for you. And now I don't care if you use the Eastern word karma or the Western word reaping, reaping what you sow or whatever you call it. It's a law of nature. And if you're helping to harm people intentionally and block out the source of them finding out what's going on, it's not good for you to do that. Even if you don't care about them, it has a negative impact on you. So you really need to reconsider um, the, the level of intelligence is not really an issue with people working for the bad guys like the censors or uh, taking these treatments without thinking because there are many very intelligent people I've talked to, very benevolent, well-meaning people who've run to take this um, treatment, this injected treatment, and they, didn't need, they, don't, they won't look up the ingredients in it. Most of you doctors, you don't take the time to look it up either. I, I understand maybe why, because if you're a doctor or a health worker and you look up what's being injected into people, after you recovered from fainting, you would say, oh my God, I've been promoting that. And then you'd be have a really uncomfortable decision to make about keeping your job and stuff like that. And I don't wish that situation on anybody. But this is not determined by uh, IQ level uh, intelligence. There's something called common sense and direct perception that have been largely lost. Um, and, it, and it keeps bringing to me, to my mind, the referring to humans as intelligent life on Earth. And many people think that we're the only intelligent life in existence, that there aren't even intelligent life forms anywhere, especially not only not as smart as us, maybe not even any degree of intelligence and so it brings the question up naturally what are other maybe there's some other actually intelligent life form on our planet if humans fail the test and uh, if I was a cartoonist like Gary Larson I'd say of course lemmings you know they're a small uh, rodent that lives like in Scandinavia and other places like that and every few years they overpopulate maybe four years or seven years or something And then they run in all directions trying to find new places to colonize. And some of those directions are safer than others. And they tend to be running over cliffs. It's not Wikipedia if you look up lemmings in there and find out more about them. It says, important, you know, lemmings don't intend to commit suicide. I guess Wikipedia must have had an in-depth interview with one of their lemming leaders. But they do end up running right off cliffs because... Everybody, it's like, you know, your mother asks you in junior high, if your friends all jumped off a cliff, would you jump off a cliff? And obviously, if you look at the human 
lining up to, to become slaves, you say, well, yes, of course, you're supposed to. And at least the lemmings only do that um, with the good intent of finding a new place to live. They're not trying to be completely idiotic, and they're not believing any malevolent power authority. Humans are, can't claim those excuses. Um, humans are busy fighting each other over race and gender, and whether they're old or young or rich, rich or poor or things like that. Really stupid stuff, qualities of their costumes, these bodies, because we're all spirit. We're not, we're not our costumes. You're going to leave the costume at the appointed time when your lessons are over, whatever you're involved in now. And then you say, oh, I'm still here, and that body wasn't me. Well, you don't have to wait for that to figure that out. Um, we're being, we're falling for the programs, and uh, all, you know, people just doing their jobs and following orders. All the, not just the censors, but the police. You guys in Australia and Canada, I mean, and some of them in America now. You really have to, have to think about your decision to be willing to beat up innocent people and promote tyranny in exchange for a paycheck might not be a good long-term decision. And the same has to be looked at by the people who are the fake news anchors who know that they're lying on TV and they're reading teleprompters and they're being paid to have a straight face and authoritative demeanor and the right tone of voice. They're high-paid actors, but the kind of acting they're doing on what people think is the news, um, this is doing a lot of damage and you know, if you do have a sense of ethics, you might want to rethink that whole thing. And same with the pesticide dealers. You, you know, they want to believe that pesticides and farm chemicals are necessary. Because if they aren't, then, oh man, what did I do? But, you know, you can put that moment of truth off in, in, in the future, but basically you're setting it up to pay a debt with interest and it's better to stop it now because you could do something good instead. And doing it for a paycheck is not, you know, money's necessary, but maybe we can come up with alternative economic arrangements and not have to be totally controlled by that. If you're working as part of the central bank cabal, you know that the central banks are controlling every country on the planet, all the major ones for sure. That's why the U.S. destroyed Libya, to set up a central bank there and stop the gold-backed independent banking system that Gaddafi was sending, setting up, they couldn't allow that to happen. Um, eliminating that whole system of central banks would take away a lot of poverty and suffering worldwide. And the whole power to do that hinges on our being willing to self-assess and stop where, where we are and say, how don't be laughing at other people, you know, being so stupid to follow the programming like for the pandemic or whatever they're, they've fallen for, that doesn't give you any power. That just makes you feel temporarily better than somebody else, which is a total waste of time. What we need to wake up is say, what are we falling for? And then correct that, and there are ways to do that. Um, and we, we're not by ourselves. There are, you know, it's been said accurately that the negative power structure at the top is not human. And I spent a few decades investigating into that, and I could say that's true. And not all, not everybody is in a physical body. And to me, they're all people, but they're different kinds of forms. And the good ones are real, too. The bad ones are real. They're controlling the, the top-level human controllers that think they're really clever, and they're running this sacrifice of the whole biosphere, which is what it is. And they're really proud of the fact that they think they're almost finished. Um, they may be almost finished in a way that they don't realize, though. And the on the positive side, the non the people that are not physical beings are real as well. You've heard of some called guardian angels and other kinds of beings of light. They're real. It, they don't get real by you believing in them. And belief doesn't affect anything like that. They're real, and it's possible to experience them directly. And we need to heal that correct connection as well as possible. Um, and the good essence, what people call God, 
underlying consciousness behind everything is also real. It's not a belief. It's not depending. It does, doesn't exist just if you have the right belief or you belong to the right religious group or anything. It's real and accessible even if you're in a place where you never saw a book in your life. You can find that out directly. And there are physical beings um, also like us, but I know this is hard to believe, harder than believing in UFOs or anything, but there are actually physical people on the planet that have awakened some intelligence. And um, some of them aren't from here. Some of them are born on this planet. Other ones aren't. Uh, and people who are controlled by fear and, you know, oh no, I got to hold on to my belief that everything I don't know about is evil. So that they just postpone the learning process. And this is one of the... Um, one of the things that we're not supposed to know about the international deep state, and I got to get going because we got an, our club meeting is getting ready to start. But the uh, international power structure no, has known since, in recent times, since the 1940s at least, probably more than 100 years, probably a lot longer than that, that there are visitors from places that are not terrestrial. That doesn't mean, oh, it's terrifying or they're evil spirits or they don't exist or whatever that, you know, knee-jerk reaction is to keep you unconscious. No, they're real and they're not malevolent and they're not a threat. And they've been being shot down on, at every possible opportunity by the international deep state. Um, Trump and people like that think that they know what the swamp is. They don't have any idea. Obviously still doesn't based on the things that he's saying now supporting the pandemic and the vaccine that everybody who doesn't want to take it is deranged pseudoscientist or something really ridiculous like that. Um, these things do exist. And the deep state's been killing the visitors for a long time and they still don't retaliate. They demonstrate love, unconditional love. And um, even though we're kind of on the level realistically of I mean, to call us savages on Earth right now in our general condition would probably be a major insult to real savages because uh, I don't know what we are, but, but we're changeable because the idiots that we're behaving like is not who we are. That's the biggest secret of the deep state. Because if we find out, not in a belief or some idea, but experience directly who we really are, this whole thing could be turned around even now, right on a dime. And Stephen Greer, who's done the most good work on honest investigation of the whole ET phenomena of anybody that I know at the moment, and I met him in California, um, he's got an event tomorrow that you might like to check out. It's at, you can access it at seriousdisclosure.com, S I R I U S D I S C L O S U R E. Dot com. I'm not getting paid to tell you this is an unpaid plug because I think it's a good event. I'm going to try to go to it myself. And um, it's online. You can do it from anywhere in the world if you have internet access. It's not a paid ad for that. I mean, if it was, that would be great. We need money. We need support. If you want to support us, there are donate buttons on lostartsradio.com and lostartsresearchinstitute.org. And um, subscribestar.com slash lostartsradio. That would really be appreciated. But if you're struggling for survival, you know, use your money to take care of your own requirements. Just share the show because, as you can imagine, we have some issues with censorship and shadow banding and things like that. And uh, you can help us with that. We're appearing on other platforms that don't block free speech. Brideon and BitChute and a bunch of others like that. Blog Talk Radio. Uh, share the show on other platforms. Uh, help us get past the blocks that way. Support us financially if you can. It would be greatly appreciated. And I'm just telling you right now, it's not too late to reverse the whole thing. We have massive power, not as little ego gods, you know, that are trying to look real important and powerful. That's just stupid and really childish. I'm talking about the one power that is keeping us alive that flows through us and if we get the blocks out of the way then the image of god thing is going to be self-explanatory 
we're going to see what it really means. We don't. We won't need any theories, and it would mean harmony, light, healing, all the real characteristics of God. Not hating the bad guys. It's more in line with love your enemy. And why would you ever love your enemy? You know, are you insane? Is that your problem? No. Um, it's because underneath the image of the enemy, at the very bottom of it, is the same spirit that is the only only one really playing all the parts in this play. And if you you don't love the bad actions of the enemy, you love who's underneath being held prisoner in that tower, and the only way you can help rescue them, which is what they need, like you would need if you were there, and you'd be doing the same thing as the bad things they're doing if you were looking through their consciousness and programming. The only way you can help them is help yourself first. That's the most selfless service you can do to humanity. Evaluate your own condition. Find out the physical suppressed health information. Get that. Use it. Get your health back. Um, stop falling apart. That's not normal aging. That's abnormal and it can be reversed. And uh, start working on consciousness. Find out what that even means. It's not a religion. It's not a new religion. It's at the base of everything. And if you get back in touch with that, we're not going to have this problem anymore. Um, what else? Planetary Healing Club was set up for people who want to work on that in a supportive environment. And you're welcome to that if you want to. There are small dues. They go to try to help us keep on the air and support our projects. And it, it go, all of it goes straight to the nonprofit that we started that is in, in charge of Lost Arts Radio and all that. Um, I told you where you can donate if you want to, or if you want to get into Planetary Healing Club, that's a webpage at planetaryhealingclub.com. If you have questions about it, let us know. Whether it's worth your time or not, I'm not going to encourage anybody to do that unless they're ready to work on themselves. Transform your own life. And as Dr. Ely, an upcoming guest on the Sunday show, said, you want to help everybody else? Stop running running around trying to force everybody else to change. Work on yourself, and it will have an automatic effect of healing the people around you in whatever way they're set up to receive it. There's a lot in that. So explore, be curious, be motivated. Realize the value of your time. Don't wait till you're dying to realize, oh, wow, the time back in 2021 was super valuable. How could I throw away even one minute of that time? I wish I could go back there. Imagine that was granted and now you're back here. What are you going to do? You're going to throw away more of it or start paying attention? Work on yourself because that's the whole hidden PowerPoint that can bring everything else into alignment. So anyway, I'm way late. Planetary Healing Club meets in 18 minutes instead of 30 because I'm late. And um, stay in touch. And the main message is that you're an incredible being. You're not the zombie that we're taught that we are. You're not helpless at all. Things that you think aren't changeable are changeable. This is a real high-tech movie. And if you run up in a movie to the screen and try to push it around and change what the characters are doing, it, it really is un frustrating because it doesn't work. You go to the projector and you can change whatever you want. You have the projector in your, in your hands, so to speak. Find out what that means, and we'll see you next time. Have a good week. Introducing Lost Arts Radio on Subscribestar.com. Just go to Subscribestar.com slash Lost Arts Radio to find our rewards program offering 10 different giving levels starting at just 5 bucks a month. We offer incredible value for any rewards level. From extra monthly interview videos not available publicly to subscription-based Planetary Healing Club videos once, twice, or three times a month to private counseling sessions with Lost Arts Radio host Richard Sachs to tech help with me, Doug Diamond. We even have one option where you can be the star on Lost Arts Radio as our guest on a specially produced show just for you. We conduct an interview with you and broadcast it to our growing network and listenership. Our Subscribestar levels are one of a kind and offer great rewards for any budget. Please help support Lost Arts Radio. We can't do it without you. With increasing censorship on many of our channels, 
We really need your support today to keep doing what we're doing. As Richard says, we're not even at survival level yet. Lost Arts Radio has three weekly shows. Lost Arts Radio Live each Saturday night at 7.30 Eastern, 4.30 Pacific, which is a live stream currently on multiple platforms in case we get banned from some of the larger ones. Right now, we're on Facebook Live, Twitch, and DLive. You can access these broadcasts by going to www.lostartsradio.com live for all the links to those channels. The Planetary Healing Club meets right after Lost Arts Radio Live at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on Saturday nights. And our Sunday show with guests airs at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on Sunday nights on our Blog Talk Radio channel, our YouTube channels, Facebook pages, and on Brideon. Be sure to sign up for our free email list just in case we do get banned on big text platforms. It's just a matter of time, really. They don't like the stuff we talk about, and they do not want the truth out there. In fact, they have already attacked us numerous times. Join our free email list so we can let you know where we are and how to access our shows. The sign-up button is right on the top right on most pages of our website. The best starting point for all things Lost Arts Radio is our main site, lostartsradio.com, where you can find the hottest news selection videos that we curate just for you. Those are on the homepage and added to daily, as well as articles and breaking news about information you really need to know. Our show archives, the 10 most recent shows, are right on our homepage, as well as our Blog Talk Radio page at blogtalkradio.com slash lostartsradio, or just click the All Things Radio Show tab right on our website. We're in the podcast directory on iTunes, and all of our shows, except the banned ones, are on our YouTube channel, at Lost Arts Radio. Our Brideon page is really taking off, and we often have editors' picks videos right on their homepage. Visit Brideon.com slash channel slash Lost Arts Radio. On our site, you can also access our free listener forum, as well as sign up for the Planetary Healing Club, which is just $25 a month where you get private access to a one-on-one interaction with host Richard Sachs and myself and the other club members who participate live. More info can be found at planetaryhealingclub.com. We're providing solutions in there to make the world a better place. Come join us. Stay tuned because up next, you'll get to hear a really great song by an independent artist that we're doing our best to support. Go to lostartsradio.com music for the full list of all the great songs and bands that we spin on our audio-only podcast shows. If you're in a band and want to submit a song for consideration for airplay on Lost Arts Radio, visit my website at diamonddiscaudio.com for more information about the music placement, mastering, and mixing work that I do. Thanks again for listening to and supporting Lost Arts Radio. We love having you as part of our family to learn, experience, and grow with.